Welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hi Lorraine, how are you? Have we started? I don't know, we're not starting then. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not hear that then? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did hear it. This this meeting is being recorded. (laughs) Very good impression. Hello Stu, I'm going to leave that in as usual. I think... uh, I think our public needs to see how slick we really are. How are you doing, mate? Polished is the word. Sorry, sorry, what was that again? Polished is the word. Oh, oh, polished, of course, of course. course. You're looking very polished, mate. What with a a weekend of uh, horse racing, beer and uh, England winning. um... I know, I'm I'm sort of sitting there thinking, I've got the kind of sweats that too much beer from the night before is producing. Nice, nice. (laughs) And, And the throat, of course, as well. I think there's a throat joke in there somewhere. So what uh, what did you want to talk about today, lovely? Well, I think we've got to really cover off, haven't we, the 30th. Um, it's been, the it's big gone. Everyone's, yeah, it's gone, isn't it? So it's a big sigh of relief for the, the whole profession. And uh, it's now, are we going to return to the uh, to normality? But what is normality now? Well, I think that's a big sort of that's a big existential question for, the, for humanity, <laughs> Stuart, at this precise moment, uh-huh. mate, not just for conveyances. But um, I think an interesting point that you made before we press record, you are being recorded, is actually um, we've, I think as practitioners, we've got a fine balance, haven't we, as you just said, between talking to colleagues watching this about the reality of what conveyances are facing every day as against just sounding wholeheartedly negative because it's all still so difficult. I mean, I think it is worth saying, you know, um, there is much about the stamp duty land tax holiday that's been um, fantastic for conveyances, not least the amount that they will presumably have billed. And I'm sure that that stamp duty land tax holiday has kept a lot of businesses afloat and and good luck to them if it did. Um, But the reality is we can't ignore the impact on the staff and, and indeed the clients, it must be said, who also have you know, gone through extraordinary stress. Um, and I suppose the first thing I would want to talk about is, uh, is clearly this, the H word, holidays. And the fact that um, yep. lots of people now, stamp duty land tax first, you know, cliff edge has just finished. Um, lots of staff are going to be wanting their hollybobs, quite understandably. Uh, and that's going to impact you, isn't it? Yeah, so I think we've got to, um, you know, let everybody know that, you know, once once completion takes place, there's there's lots of work that we've still got to attend to. So there's the administration side of, of mortgages being redeemed and collecting the right paperwork. There's submitting our returns, the inland revenue for stamp duty. Then, of course, there's the registration process at the land registry. So that period is still a good few months um, that, you know, of work that conveyances will have to undertake for their clients. Yeah, I think that's something I say a lot, actually, when I'm teaching, Stu, which I think people forget. Um, uh, you know, and I have, I think, um, and let's wait for other people to pick this up, shall we, Stu? But I do think the post-completions team, uh, you know, whoever does the work are really unsung heroes. You know, we, we mentioned accounts departments fairly recently. And I think similarly, post-completion teams, if firms have them, uh, because, of course, the post-completion work is some of the riskiest, is the riskiest part of the transaction in many ways for conveyances. 
and I also just for the benefit of, of perhaps the less experienced watching this just a reminder that the stamp duty land tax deadline of 14 days that's just straight days that's not working days at least with the land reg right. deadline we've got working days and 14 days could just can just trickle away <laughs> incredibly quickly if you've got a couple of days off you've got a couple of weekends thrown in there that's a week already so um it is with yeah the volume, i mean i think though, isn't it? that's the key isn't it it is with yeah. the volume that they've got to to go through um so where we've all been yeah. sort of owning and you know as, as fee owners and, and we've had our accounts department under significant pressure that's now of course the baton's been passed hasn't it so our post completion departments have got to look at the same volumes so again, they're doing sort of double the work in, in half the time again. Yeah, exactly. And, and they do have, you know, they've also got the deadlines. Mm. And of course, the old revenue are a bit sneaky, aren't they? Because if uh, if you do submit a, a stamp due to land tax return late, the first thing they do is send a letter to you and your client. So uh, so you're definitely going to be picking up that £100 penalty without any shadow of a doubt. That's definitely. Um, but I know I had one, it was, I think it was when the stamp due to land tax was 30 days. And I think, you know, my, my assistant was off and it was the Christmas period. And, you know, I picked it up the minute I got back in January and it was too late. And there might be conveyances looking at this, but saying, oh, how terrible, Lorraine, you didn't do it on the day of completion. Well, quite often there's, you know, what we would all, there's the, there's the reality, isn't there? There's the reality gap. There's a what we'd all like to think we're doing as against what we actually will do. So how do you think the old, um, you know, the old holiday thing's going to pan out, Stu? Because, I mean, you said quite rightly that, of course, you know, firms, again, are sort of staring in a bit of a perfect storm because firms have allowed people, some people, to carry holiday over. Nobody's been allowed <laughs> to take holidays for the first six months and everybody of the year and everybody wants holiday now. Of course, they couldn't go away for the first half of the year. Yeah, so you've exactly. got the, like you say, you've got the perfect storm, haven't you? Where people are going to be carrying the, the you know the maximum amount of holiday they've, they've had for some time, and yeah, probably all to be used within the next six months. So it's going to be a challenge to say the least. Yeah, and of course, three of that, three of those months, we're still running up to the next stamp duty land tax cliff edge. So everybody's focused. Kind, so kind of, we kind of forgotten, haven't we? We kind of forgotten yeah. about the thirtieth of September. Um, you know, there was such a, a build-up to the 30th of June that we've all kind of forgotten that potentially we might be doing this again in only a few months. Well, I think that, I mean, I did think that. I've, I've sort of, you know, I've, I've said in various intervals, well, actually, all we've ended up with is, is two cliff edges. And it's fair to say that let's hope in a way that the June one will, is the biggest one. It's the greatest height from which we're all going to drop. But, um, but, you know, but what's your view on new work instructions? I mean, there was this perception, wasn't there, that everybody was sort of going to just go back immediately to, to what they were doing before and the work volumes of before, whenever we take before to mean, you know, March the 1st, 2020, maybe. Um, and that certainly doesn't seem to be the case, does it? Now, this is where it's really difficult because we've we kind of forgotten what normality is. Um, and, you know, before the current climate, we were we were sort of really dealing with the back end of Brexit. And, and even that and, and, and fully coming out was making a big difference to the market. You know, we were seeing sort of instructions picking up substantially. And that was before COVID kicked in. So where the sort of normality line is going to be, who knows? But... During February, we personally hear sort of a bit of a dip 
And we put that down to people not being able to complete before the March deadline, when that was. Yeah. We thought, again, I suppose this time around, come mid-May, when people realised they wouldn't be able to get in by the end of June, there'd be a, a slight dip on instructions, and they would defer those to potentially later in the year. But we've not seen that this time at all. The, 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 the demand to move and, and buy property is so high at the moment that I think it's going to carry on sort of projecting upwards, you know, at least over the next few months. The interesting part will be, of course, when Boris relaxes the travelling restrictions and, you know, if all of a sudden we can go abroad and we don't have to quarantine, you know, are, are we all just going to drop everything and, and go on holiday? I don't know. That, that could be the telltale, couldn't it? Well, I suppose so. I must admit, I've, uh, I've deferred my holiday into next year again. Uh, you know, first world problems and all that. I do get that. So I just uh, I felt a bit slumpy. My shoulders slumped the day we did that. It was clearly the right thing to do, but I was still a bit, oh, OK, no holiday. <laughs> so um, and interestingly, and I think I mentioned this last time we chatted to you. Uh, I mean, for the next sort of two or th next three weeks, I'm working away. It'll be my first sort of locum work in an office for oh gosh well over a year um and I think that's and that's been booked for quite a long time and I think that's reflective of the fact that and this is for partners to be fair that lots of people are you know immediately trying to sort of scuttle away the minute uh, the minute the old uh, June you know 30th came and went and I, I think as, again I know I've said before I've had quite a lot of requests to um uh, to do locum work over the coming months and I've just had to say terribly sorry I'm busy terribly sorry I'm busy and if that's replicated across the country there's going to be a lot of people you know looking for locums and of course the reality is if they can't find them then they're going to have the same situation when they get back from holiday so you you've almost got that sort of never-ending um, sort of this cycle. Is the, this of is the difficult part isn't it where people are going to be on holiday you know work per person is still going to be extremely high and at the same levels potentially as as, as before the 30th of June we're just sort of robbing Pete's to pay Paul slightly aren't we yes so yes is, that's a really really good way of putting it yeah this is the kind of perfect storm that we're talking about over the course of the next month it's still going to test us isn't it as an industry yeah I think so and of course the lenders have got you know a lot of um, a lot of very low mortgage rates out there at the moment but i think and i and we definitely said this six eight months ago Stu, um whether or not the the final assuming it will be the final end of furlough is actually going to make yeah. a difference now as we've said before if we as conveyancers are aware that our client is on furlough well we should have been declaring that to the lenders a long time ago and should continue to do so but i'm wondering whether that's um, for conveyances, at least, whether the, you know, the end of furlough, the end of the stamp duty land tax holiday may be coming into you know, more restrictions if we don't get the summer right. I wonder whether that will have, you know, um, that's bound to have a, 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 a sort of flattening effect on the market, I think. I suspect so. I think we might make this year. I think um any kind of dip in the market potentially would be, be next year or even the year after. At the moment, the, the supply and demand matrix is, is so tilted, isn't it? That um, and, and, and of course, this climate has, I suppose, taught everybody that bricks and mortar, and, you know, having a, 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 an extra bedroom or a garden if you're living in a flat, that kind of thing is, is, is really valuable, isn't it? So at the moment, the supply and demand, I suppose, is going to keep the market at a, a level that's probably not going to be sustainable in the future but 
to a degree, I think we'll get through this year okay, and, and it'll be what happens next year and potentially the year after that will be the, uh, the, the flashing red line. Yeah, maybe that's the time we all need to be booking our holidays. That's when we need to get away, yeah, definitely. Yeah, quite frankly, we'll have plenty of time. We'll have plenty of time in 2022 to be able to go on our holidays. So what's your sort of, um, did we need the stamp duty land tax holiday? Let's perhaps try to not talk about this again if we can avoid it. I'm sure we'll revisit it, but we said, look, we'll try not to do too negative a sweeper up. What's your, what's your professional opinion, Albert? Well, it depends who we is. Um, you know, as a profession, did we need it? No. Um, did it kickstart the market? Undoubtedly, yes. It had an, an enormous impact. So what it was designed to do, it, it certainly worked, didn't it? Um, did we need it as an industry? Most definitely not. Uh, were we considered as an industry? Most definitely not, because obviously it's made it so difficult um, for us to cope with and deal with um, as businesses. Um, but it, 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 it worked, didn't it? It worked for what the government wanted it to do. You know, it, it, you, can, you can't, whatever way you look at it, arguably, you know, it, it, it did make a, a, a significant impact into volume and numbers, didn't it? Yeah, I'm assuming their stamp duty land tax take has gone up. I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that have got the stats. Uh, you do see, don't you, um, people sort of doing campaigns and so on and so forth on uh, on social media, um, you know, putting press releases and stuff out, you know, campaigning to either, you know, abolish stamp duty land tax or, uh, you know, change it or whatever. But I think the government will have absolutely zero appetite for that. It's a nice little cash cow, thank you very much. Everybody knows it. Everybody understands it. Um, well, everybody understands it. That's a different matter. I mean, <laughs> I don't think conveyances should really be um, uh, advising on stamp duty land tax, but that's a different That's I think, different I think buyers, buyers are conditioned, aren't yeah. they, knowing that they have to pay it. Um, so whilst you know buyers know they've got to pay stamp duty, I can't see why the government would... Uh, would, no. would relax it if ever there was a time to review it bearing in mind what we've all just been through now would be the time as as, as the wording so prevalent in everyone's thoughts um whether that be public the profession whatever but you know it would be a great time to get on that bandwagon for a complete review as, as you know nobody could disagree surely that it, it does need substantial review but um like you said before a few times you know i think that's going to be the least of their problems yeah Literally. I just can't see it. Just can't see it myself. I have it's to all say. too busy having the affairs anyway, aren't they? Oh God, <laughs> yes. It's all a bit. It's all a bit difficult to keep up. I'm with, not, is it? I know. I know. It's like a oh, film. The old, uh, I mean, the old lack of social distancing. I think. I think it's tricky when you try to. You know, if you're trying to take the moral high ground and you're not up there yourself, um, that. That does make your position quite untenable. Throwing stones and glass houses scenario. Well, slightly, although, although as I said to a friend of mine once, because metaphors have never been my thing, um, people, what did I say? People who, people who've got patios shouldn't have greenhouses. Um, that was how I, obviously. <laughs> it? Yeah, and actually that's exactly what people want now. So maybe that's a good place to finish. <laughs> maybe do, people do want the space now to have a patio and a greenhouse. So maybe my mixed metaphor from uh, the late 80s, I know, I don't look old enough, um, uh, is perhaps a good, as good a place as any to uh, to finish this chat to you. Our sort of, our sweeper up. Conveyances have still got a huge amount to do. We don't think the market's dipping. And you've got plenty of holiday requests on your desk, mate. 
Unfortunately, so I've lost the sign off. Yeah, I think you have, but <laughs> well, take care. I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye.